Good morning, everyone, or I guess it's sometimes afternoon, wherever you are in the world. It is Tech for Senior Live. It is the, uh, I guess it's the 3rd of February. It's, we're into February already. Wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, so welcome, and it is, um, we have today, of course, Huey Poplick, Ray Baxter, and Bob Gustisha with us today. I'll talk to you about them. I'll introduce them in just a minute. But I want to welcome everybody for coming. Uh, Tech for Senior Live is uh, is our show on Thursday where we um, talk over the news. We sit and have some coffee. We're going to sit and uh, and sit and have a have a cup of Java and sit and talk about life in general. And then we're going to go over the news articles that we um, that we have posted. E each of the four of us today have posted uh, news articles this week on our Facebook page. And so if you are uh, out and about and you're looking for the current news, technology news, you may want to just pop over to our Facebook page because that's where we keep all the current articles we post each day. And and so that's uh, that's where we're going to be doing today. And then, of course, we have our big show on Monday, which is our Tech for Senior, which is the, uh, the uh, it's a Zoom meeting. Uh, so it's a Zoom meeting that's broadcast to uh, YouTube. This meeting, of course, is not a Zoom meeting. It is, uh, it's a meeting that uh, is broadcast through StreamYard to Facebook and YouTube. So if you're confused and you're in our Zoom meeting and you're wondering where the heck you are, you're in the wrong place. Come on over back over to, uh, to uh, just go to our face, just go to our website, www.techforsenior.com. And I have a button there. Just click that button and it'll take you right to this, uh, this show. So, so you're in the, in the right spot. And of course, uh, welcome if you're listening to this tomorrow. Uh, it is, it is of course, being taped and will be put on our podcast, uh, podcasting service, which is great. So it, it's going out. Uh, we're sort of excited about it. It's a new, um, it's a new service we're starting, and it's uh, we've got I think we've got about four podcasts up there, and it's they're doing quite well, and people are listening, and so on and so forth. So that's good. That's great. And for if you are listening today, uh, and you uh, let's see uh, up here, and if we're looking at um, looking at uh, people who are, are uh, if you put your name in and say where you're from or what the temperature is, and and we'll uh, we'll certainly bring those up. Just hold on a sec. Just hold them for a sec, Huey, and we'll. Uh, I just want to introduce everybody because, of course, maybe there's some people on the podcast network that don't don't know who we are, and I thought I would just introduce everybody. Um, of course. Uh, let's let me talk about my uh, let me talk about Huey Poplick first. Huey, where are you from? You're from the farthest away because remember, there's four people today here, and we're all across the countries. I guess we'll have more than one country. So, where the heck are you from? I'm in Bradenton, Florida, just south of Tampa and north of Sarasota. Yeah, and it's and it's balmy today. It was only it only <laughs> dropped down to 65 during the night, and it's going to 80 today. 
Great. Now, Huey, of course, is my co-host on Tech for Senior on Monday. So we have uh, a lot of fun on our show on Monday, right? Absolutely. We have a lot of fun putting it together, too. Yeah, it's a lot of fun doing that. And we've been doing that now. We're up to, what is it, 97 or 98 episodes? Almost coming up to 100 episodes now, right? Yeah, uh, almost 100 and, what, 104 is two years. Yeah, yeah, it'll be, coming. It'll be season three pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and the next uh, the next person as we move across the country, let's move across the country, in snowy old New Mexico is Bob Gustisha. And Bob, you're not looking very happy this morning. You got to go out and shovel some snow. What's going on there? No, 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 no. I don't shovel. I'm in New Mexico. Wait a couple of days, it'll disappear. Oh, really? Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this morning, white, white outside. And I woke up, it was six degrees this morning. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, right. We moved right. here from New York to get away from the cold. And we are a heck of a lot colder than New York has been the whole entire season. So, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. And then, of course, moving along to balmy old Pine, Arizona, we, of course, have Ray Baxter. Ray is also a regular on our Tech for Senior. Uh, Monday show. He is our music expert. He is the the, the toe tapping guy that always creates the great music that we listen to uh, every week on our show on Monday. And Ray is in Pine, Arizona, which I Mesa's warm. What is what's going on in Pine? It's up in the mountains. What's going on there now? Yeah, if you look on the map of Arizona, Pine is basically equidistant between Phoenix and Flagstaff. So right. you're right. We're in the mountains. It's about 5,500 feet elevation here, and it's 36 now. It was in the low 20s. But the great thing about this area is there's rarely, in, in the 15 years I've lived here, I can count on one hand the number of daytime when the temperature was below freezing. Daytimes are always in the 40s, even 50s in the winter. So that's what's nice. There you go. And Ron, uh, and, where are you? Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm on an island off the west coast of Canada. So if you go all across, you know, I'm on the other side. After me, there's there's Hawaii, right? And so I'm on Vancouver Island in a place called Comox. And the temperature today is uh, 36, 36 degrees. It's a bit nippy out. Uh, so it's not uh, not balmy, but I'm, I live on the water and it's, it's quite a temperate climate. So we don't often get uh, snow or ice or, you know, nasty weather. So, uh, so, so indeed, we are from like, Wow, across across you know a long way away, but yet we can all come together with technology and have a great time. You know, it's it's really really quite amazing. Uh, a few years ago, we probably couldn't have done that or wouldn't know how to do it, but uh, but with the technology today, it's it's pretty crazy, eh? Well, anyway, should we should we uh, maybe put uh, maybe talk to a few people and let's see what uh, where they're from. Let's have a look. Uh, good morning, Dick Vogel. Right, uh, Jolin's here. Great from Southern South Car Carolina. Jolin, of course, does a lot of computer tech work. We know Jolin very well. Th hi, Jolin. Welcome. Uh, and uh, Steve Powell. Hi from Kirkland. Yes, uh, Washington. Uh, Joan is from Victoria. Hi, Joan. And Richard, uh, Richard Clarkson. No improvement for those watching. You don't respond to comments either during the show or after. You don't respond to comments. We do. That's what we're doing uh, now. Yeah. That's I think you might be talking about the Monday show. 
but we do have a Q&A for that after the show for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bob Baxter, Bellevue, 43 and Light Rain. Right. And Sally is from Kirkland, Washington, 43 degrees with Wayne. Lots of, lots of people. Yeah, Gerald's from uh, West Seattle. Lots of people from Washington. Uh, what is the podcast service and use the name of it? Uh, Jolin, it's uh, Tech for Senior, um, and it's a bit, so you should be able to search it on all the podcast networks. Just type in Tech for Senior, and it should come up uh, as a search. So it's yeah, uh, Ron, Ron uh, does does the work on it uh, with Anchor, and then Anchor sends it out to I watch it or listen to it on uh, Stitcher mm -hmm. uh, or uh, uh, Spotify. Right. It's actually Tech for Senior Live, so uh, yeah. so that's um, that's her. Good, uh, Marie, of course, says uh, good morning from Victoria, BC. Glad I found the link to this morning to, to, to join in. Great, thanks, Marie. Welcome to see you. Uh, the continent, Ron. The continent. Hi uh, from snowy Ohio, Liz Milford. Uh, JJ is snow in Waukegan, sixteen degrees. Ooh, that's cool. Waukegan, Waukegan, yeah. And uh, greetings from Trenton, Clark Walker. Greetings from Trenton, New Jersey. Uh, 40 degrees Fahrenheit and raining. Oh, okay. Uh, Jeannie Garrick, uh, 80, oh, Central Florida, 80 degrees. <laughs> uh, Dick, Dick's uh, 70 degrees, yeah. Jolin, 68. Oh, really? So that's pretty cool. Uh, Olive is from uh, Oregon. Hi. Uh, Samuel Hill, hello from Phoenix. Good yeah. friend of mine. Oh, really? Okay. And Stu, Stu uh, Bordoff, uh, Dunedin, Florida. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just north of Clearwater. Right. Is that up on the panhandle? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Just, no. Ju no. just north of me. Just yeah, oh, okay. All right. My birth okay. mom used to live there. Right. And Bill is from High Oregon again on a Chromebook. Well, there you go. Uh, Dorothy, of course, is from uh, Cashway, is from Victoria, rainy day. Uh, Jolin says, uh, thank you, Ron. Stan Walner, Orlando, 76.5 degrees. Sunny Orlando, we hit 28 degrees Saturday night. Yeah, it was a cold weekend. <laughs> Stan Walner, Sunday a.m. Uh, Jolin Bowler, Anchor Podcast. Thank you, Huey. And Murray says, uh, and in Victoria, the snow is rare and usually melts fast. Like Colmox, our summers are usually very dry and we don't get much high heat. Big advantage of Victoria is no mosquitoes, black flies, deer flies, or horse flies. Well, we have a big sign outside our community. It's, we don't allow them in. We have a big sign saying, <laughs> no horse flies, black flies, deer flies. And they read. We have intelligent insects around here, so they don't come in. So we never oh, have any. You, you haven't lived till you come to Florida and experience love bugs. Love bugs. <laughs> Up here, we call them no see -ems. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember those, yeah. Uh, John says, cool, found, tech for senior, live podcast on Google. Yeah, Google Podcasts. Yep. That's right, yeah. So, uh, we, but we are on all the podcast uh, networks. We um, uh, and I've checked all of them, and and I've actually found us on on the, all the networks. So, um, anyway, uh, if you if you, it, but this is also taped, so you can also watch this. This uh, streams to, of course, Facebook and YouTube. So you, it's taped as well on those services. So if you want to watch again, you can watch it on uh, those services as well. 
there's a big Podfest coming up in Orlando. I think it's next month. It's not cheap. It's a few hundred dollars to go. Plus, uh, I think it's just a one. It, it may be just one day. So it might not. It, but if you might need to stay over. I can't remember if it was more than one day or not. Uh, but it's going to be all about podcasting. And then they also have a VidFest for uh, video casting, too. So it should be an interesting couple of days or a day and i'm not sure whether i'm going to go or not so um i'm going to be doing a couple more segments on uh podcasting on tech for senior on monday i did the uh, podcasting with google is uh i did that a couple of weeks ago but i'll be doing some more on that as well as i there's, sort of go through the podcasting experience there's and also course, a I podcast talk, talk. there's also a podcast out there called Cybersecurity with bob g who's that uh, somebody, somebody I used to run into quite often. <laughs> Bob's been doing it for a long time. Bob's yep. a Bob's a seasoned podcaster. He's 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 the he's he's my go-to guy that I always ask the questions about. How do I do this and how do I do that? Because Bob's been doing it for an awful long time. So you were how long have you been podcasting for, Bob? Uh, a couple of years. A couple of years. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So listen, I've got a couple of, I've got some videos for you. You know how I like to show you some little gadgets and see what mm -hmm. you think of them? So I, I, got a, I got a few for you guys so we can actually have a look at them, okay? So let me see if I can find them here. And let me come down to our video. Okay. Uh, now, the first one, I don't know if you've seen this. The first one I'm going to show you is um, uh, is a very interesting product. In fact, um, it was a um, not a go-to fund me. It was a um, what do you call it? A um, where you put the money down before the project has started. Crowdfunding. Crowdfunding. Yeah, it was crowdfunded, and I think it is now available on Amazon. This is. Have you seen the the toilet bowl cleaner shine? Have you seen this one? This is the. Uh, no one likes cleaning their toilet bowls, right? So right. Um, this is. Uh, this is actually a, um, uh, a product that, uh, you know, this is the old way in which we used to clean it. And then uh, this, is, uh, this is the shine, this is the device. And what happens is, is that you can put it on any part of your toilet bowl, like you'll see it here. And then it squirts um, oxidized water into the, into the, into the toilet. And it's, um, the oxidized water is, uh, is of course a cleaner. And you uh, you just make the water. There's some cart. There's a cartridge you put in the top, and then you fill it with this with water, and it just makes the uh, makes the uh, spray that goes into the toilet. And it's an oxidized uh, oxidized um, water, and it cleans the it cleans the bowl and keeps it clean, so you never have to have to do wow. anything. And it's uh, it runs around. I think it's around fifty or sixty bucks. Um, I was going to buy one of these because I thought that was so cool. It just stays uh, stays clean all the time. So it's basically a unit that you don't need water. You don't need to hook it up to. It, it's got batteries in that run it. It's just a it's just a line that goes down to the toilet. You clip it on, and then it squirts this oxidized water around the bowl. And because it's uh, and the oxidization occurs with the cartridge. You put it. You have you do have to buy a replaceable cartridge. You put it in. And then it uh, and then fill it up with water and then it uh, it creates this and it squirts it around. It keeps the bowl really clean. I thought that was so cool. And you don't need electricity and you don't need um, um, 
water. Like there, you don't have to, you don't need plumbing or electricity to put this in. It's just, you, and you can put it wherever you want. And it's, they're not expensive. I think it's around 50 or 60 bucks. And then the cartridges aren't that expensive. So, um, but they can't, they wouldn't, they, it's, since it's a um, crowdfunding, they wouldn't send it to Canada. So I can't, couldn't get it, but I thought this is really cool. Anyway, you're going to see lots more about this called, the product is called Shine, S-H-I-N-E. And I think it's going to go into production and you're going to see a lot about this because I think it's a pretty good product. So even with the power, good. even with a power failure, you can keep your bathroom clean or your toilet bowl clean. That's absolutely pretty right. good. That's absolutely. So, so watch for that because that's going to be a cool one. Now, the next one is something I know everyone's before going to want. Before you yeah. go on to the next one, I would like to say something about crowdfunding. I've had pretty good luck. Uh, everything that I've purchased uh, except one item. Uh, I've really liked and, uh, uh, and, and I got it. I got them all. One of them uh, lasted a couple of months and then died. And then they said they couldn't replace it. So Huey, do you want to uh, just maybe mention to people what crowdfunding is? Cause there may be some people out there that don't understand what crowdfunding is. Uh, they advertise the product before they even build it. They right. have some prototypes. They show you what it's going to do. Uh, and then you, you purchase it before they even, develop it or finish developing it and manufacturing it uh, that gives them enough money to be able to do that and mm -hmm. so they you're funding the company but not investing in the company what you're doing is you're purchasing the product before it's even manufactured or or, or still in design and hopefully uh, and, and the possibility of it never being a product looms as well so you could lose your money so in in in, in an essence it is an investment but mm -hmm. uh, as soon as you're one of the first ones to receive it once they do go to manufacture and uh i'm i'm waiting for the i'm waiting for two now that i've invested in that have, one's been almost a year uh the other one's been a few months and they, they say it should be shipped this month and that one has no electronics in it at all but it <laughs> still came from china and it's still because of the uh, uh, slowness of everything getting here and things standing out in the in the ocean, it sometimes can take a while before take it gets uh, before they get shipped. And they usually have several uh, platforms at which you can get in on the crowdfunding. Right. So, of course, the less you pay, the lower down the line you are when right. it's finally shipped to you. Yeah. All right. Let's look at the next one. You, you're gonna want this for sure. Watch. Watch this. Now, this is a license plate holder, uh, but it, it stores your keys. So uh, so it uh, opens and closes. There's a code on the side. So you, uh, it's a digital code. And you, uh, as you see on the side there, and you punch the code in, you can lock it or unlock it with your smartphone. Uh, and then, of course, it will track your car if it's stolen. It's, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty solid. You'll see that uh, in this case... Um, uh, it's it's solid when you you can drive over it it's it's uh, and you just store you can store your keys in there and again if your car is stolen it's got a tracker on it and uh, these these are actually in production now and it's about 150 bucks for for those uh for those uh, for that device uh but it tracks yeah, there's electronics in it you know so yeah. that, so i thought i thought that was pretty cool and i can't think of anything that uh, somebody would use that for Ill for illegal stuff at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty dollars is kind of steep, though. I'd rather keep the key in my pocket. 
Well, yeah, okay, okay. Well, we don't even use keys anymore because you know, your smartphones usually open and close your car, right? We don't. I think well, not, 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 not in the cars that we drive, Ron. Yeah. Uh, Ron. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Now, this one you will want because this is the final one. This is this, you're going to want this. This is only fifty dollars, okay? And this is no, that's fifty dollars Canadian. So this would be uh, probably less on, uh, well, for sure, less on the uh, U.S. site. But this is sort of cool. Um, watch this. These are these are emergency lights for your car, and they uh, they are electronic lights, and uh, they they clip onto your car. They're magnetic. And you get a series of, uh, I think there's four in the, uh, and you just, uh, for emergency lights, and you just clip them onto your car, and they, they turn around, and they blink, and, uh, and, they, uh, they, uh, and, they, and you get a package of four of them in this little bag, and they're for, uh, if you get stuck out on the road, instead of trying mm -hmm. to use those stupid flares, you know, so, you know, click the flares or whatever, and get those going, which are always out, out of date and don't work. I thought that was, that, that was pretty Pretty cool because they what's it around. called, Ron, for those on the podcast? Pardon me? For those on the podcast, what is it called? Those are called those were those uh, I'm not sure what the, the company was called, but they're 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 lights, they're they're emergency lights that were I'll put the link in the um in the podcast, I'll put the link to these so you can click on and it'll take you to the sites where you can, okay. you can look them. These are emergency lights for your for your car, and I thought they were sort of sort of cool and uh is there all right uh well i guess do uh, we should probably get to work eh? what do you think we think we should start looking yeah, at let's yeah off. let's find i bet there's some things out there there could <laughs> be um hey, do we have any more comments here before we get over to oh yeah i got yeah i got quite a few as a matter hey, of fact been active. Uh, let's, let's see, see here let's go here all right John says, I agree. Kickstarter. Yeah, I'll go back. I'll go back. I agree, Huey. Both Kickstarter and Indiegogo. Indiegogo. Yeah. Have you do you use one or the other? Have you used both or what? I've I've used both. Okay. Jolin says, I've been pleased with those that have been fully funded, produced, and full fulfilled. fulfilled. Yeah, fulfilled. Yeah. Um yeah, the the camera you're seeing me on was an Indiegogo. That's a lot the of them don't, center, don't go into cam, mass yeah. production. You get them, but they don't actually go into production. Is that your experience? Or no, uh, they become available once these start shipping. Then they they continue making them, and you can find them either on their websites or hmm. sometimes on uh, Amazon or other other sites. Right. Okay. Uh, Steve Steve says I got the uh, Edifer Neobuds Pro with Indigo. Awesome product. I think those are earbuds, probably. Mm -hmm. yes. uh, am I missing something? I don't see these posted on Facebook. Oh, the, no, the, those what you just showed. No, they aren't yeah. on Facebook. I'll, I'll, um, I'll. Ha I haven't quite figured that out yet. How I can post? I can't post anything um, before the show starts, so I'm not sure how I'm going to do that, Jolin. I'll, I'm going to work on that. Uh, Murray, I accidentally drove over my wife's iPad Mini four times several years ago. It still works now. Though I can no longer be updated because it's too old, but but it still survived the driving over it. Bought a set over a year ago. Not sure a set of what. I'm not sure a set okay. of what. JJ, what did yep. you buy? And that's it. All right. Okay, uh, let's talk about some of the news. lights. All right, yeah. let's uh, let's uh, let's do some work. So what we're going to do now 
is we're going to go over and talk about news articles for the past week. These are articles that we've all posted, and we're going to sort of put them up on the screen. If you want to go over to our Facebook page, you can see the articles. They're right on our page now. So if you want to pop over there, you can certainly see them. Let me just share my screen. And we'll um, see where we go here. And I'll just make this a little bigger. And we can maybe see how this goes. see if that's reasonable okay let's go down and we'll have a look well guess who got the first article here today <laughs> bob you rascal you stolen netflix accounts do you want to enlighten us on stolen netflix accounts yeah this is a little tutorial that can help you if it's never happened to make sure it doesn't happen and if it has happened how do we cover from it and it is uh, uh, having your Netflix account stolen? Correct. Okay. And uh, now you've put a link in there. This is, of course, your video. And you could also get it on your, your site as well? Yes. Okay. Good. All right. Well, um, I haven't. I see Netflix has gone up. I got a notice today saying, dear happy customer, <laughs> we're raising <laughs> your rates. <laughs> I don't know. Did you guys get it as well? Yeah, I, 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 I'm not a subscriber, uh, but the uh, 4K version of Netflix now is up to 20 bucks a month. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. All right. Uh, and then, of course, um, Huey Poplick. What's uh, what's this all about? Can you... An old, an old uh, uh, collage program still works. I've been looking for a collage program that allows you to, to uh, freeform cut... Uh, photos and and then paste them together to make a nice collage most of the collages everything is squared off the rectangles and so on uh and then sometimes you can then make a shape out of the entire collage but it's each one is is kind of squared off what this program did was it allowed you to cut around any part of the picture that you wanted and then piece it together in any form that you wanted to and i actually is uh, in in the article that's posted is it's pointing to an article on my blog. Uh, I show you one I put together, but I also show you the program. But this program goes back, and I haven't been able to find another program that did this, and I couldn't remember the name of it. I was cleaning out my closet to make room for some new stuff, and got rid of some of the old stuff, and uh, and I found the original disc, and so. Before I installed it, I backed up my system because it, it was at least 15 years since I got the program. So I didn't know what it would do uh, if I try to install it. I have a, uh, it's on a CD disc and I have a, a USB CD DVD player, which is mighty slow. I think it's a 1X. And uh, so I backed up my system. I plugged in the USB I tried to copy the file several times. It finally copied, uh, and I got the in install file on my hard drive and then installed it from my hard drive because I really didn't trust trying to install it from the CD. It installed, and it ran, and I actually <laughs> created a, a, a collage using it, 
and and I actually show the one that I did. I took some of the pictures from last week's show that I went to, and uh, it's it's amazing. Ten fifteen years ago, we couldn't increase the the program is is ten twenty four by seven sixty eight, and if and it's full screen, it's either full screen or it's minimized. So it's either so on my nineteen twenty by ten twenty four screen, it doesn't fill the screen up. And uh, and there's no way I can make it full screen to do it. But uh, so what's the program called, Huey? It, it's called uh, Scrapbook Creator from a oh. company called ArcSoft. Right. And uh, and I went. ArcSoft still exists with the same logo, so I know it's the same company. But they don't do software anymore, and so there's nothing about their programs and, and this program in particular anywhere on their site. I found a couple of sites that you can download the shareware version. I don't know how limited the shareware version is, but there's no way to register it and get it up to date. The copy that I have from the CD says retail version in the title yeah. as to do the install. So, uh, uh, but, and then I made a copy of the CD and you'll see a picture. I actually, uh, in the article, I actually did a copy of the CD, so you'll see a picture of the CD. That's what the program looks like, and that's that's the collage working on it, and that's what it looks like with all the little ones cut in different shapes and then uh, one on top of another in any way I want it. And There's I like that as a collage. program today that does that. There is not a program that does it. Really? I cannot find one. Maybe maybe some of the users here can find something like that, but I haven't been able to. Amazing. And so I will continue to use it as now on my computer. Anyway, I wanted to share program. that. I wanted to share the fact that I found a 15-year-old program that was designed to run on uh, uh, Windows XP, and it's now running on Windows 11 with no problem. There you go. You're an amazing person, Huey. Ray, uh... Android Auto dongle sells out instantly on Amazon. What's this all about? All right. I, I think this the device was, we, somebody mentioned it a week or two ago. And uh, what it does is uh, with Android Auto currently, and it's, what Android Auto does is you plug your sm smartphone, your Android phone, into the USB connection in your car. And the Android screen will now appear on the head unit. And that's nice if you have all your stuff on Android and you want to easily convey it rather than using the system that came with the car. But some people didn't like it because it's the wire goes from your uh, phone to the unit, and it's and it's there. So this way, the you plug it into the dongle, you put the dongle in, say, in your center console, and now there's no wires in your car, and uh, it, it allows you to... They say that the it brings wireless Android Auto to cars, uh, the is designed to cut down on the number of interactions you have with your smartphone so you can keep your eyes on the road. And I think it, because we live in the, in the world of wireless everything, uh, this has become so popular. So it was a mid, you know, the day it was put on Amazon, it sold out. Wow. And they, but they are going to have another supply very, very, very shortly. And, and I guess it would work on old cars too, right? Well, yeah, your car has to have a USB connection inside of it. Right. In, in, in most of, I, I used to have a 2008 vehicle that had one. So the, that concept has been around for a while. 
Well, if if you have a car that has a cigarette lighter, you can get a plug-in with a USB on it. So any car, even the old ones, they all had cigarette lighters. Power adapter. Power yeah. Adapter. Yeah. Cool. All right. So more, more. How much was it? Do you know what the cost, Ray? What was the cost? I think it was about thirty dollars. Oh, thirty bucks. Okay. Huh. Cool. Oh, vinyl. Oh, vinyl records. Uh, oh, you know what I was going to tell you, Ray? Um, uh, I don't know if it in, in Costco in Canada, uh, the monthly special this month, they have a Sony, um, a Sony record player that uh, that can I think it, it's digital as well. But you put records in and it's made by Sony and it connects to your system usb i think and it was it was it was on the uh, costco website for sale and it was yeah so i thought it, records records you're always talking about records well I, i've had one of those phonographs for over 10 years now uh and they're pretty popular the phonograph comes with a usb connecting and as you play your vinyl record in real time it mm -hmm. records it as an mp3 on the on your computer and then uh, the the sony program that comes with it is a hit and miss but it actually can identify when there's a space between the songs. So uh, if it's a 10 tracks, it's a six tracks on one side, it'll come out and it'll give you then the opportunity to type in the information about the song and the name of the album, et cetera. So when it's in your computer, you have all the metadata right there. But uh, this was an article that said that, and it's from the MRC data billboard, that 41 million records were sold in 2021. That's up 51% from the 27 million records that were sold in 2020. So this is the largest year for vinyl sales since they began tracking in 1991. Uh, now, one of my favorite artists, Little Anthony, he once said there are just two kinds of people in the world. And in this case, there are those who are collectors. And a collector wants to own their music. They want to own the media. They want to be able to hold it in their hands. And then there's people who are renters. They're, they're happy to rent the music for the wonderful convenience of being able to pretty much listen to any tune anywhere at any anytime you want. want. So I fit into both categories. But I, I'm still amazed at the resurgence, resurgence rather, of, of vinyl records, how they've really come back. Yeah, yeah. Now, there's a, there was a big problem with production of them because the the production companies there was only one now that was able to actually provide the stuff is that changed at all are they are they changing and getting more available yes uh, there's other companies that have come into existence now they're using a little bit of a different technology that's allowing them to make the the vinyl records much faster but they're you're correct ron there's still a backlog so mm -hmm. artists like adele uh they go to the front of the line and some of the uh the smaller people uh are you know, have to wait longer Oh, interesting. All right. <clears throat> and then, of course, you have the next. Oh, you've been busy, Ray. What's the next article here? <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see. Which one was this? Is the one on. Um, forgot. Oh, yeah. Oh, new, new wireless. Yeah. So wireless uh, phone giants are stealing Internet customers from cable. Now, this is a, an article from Bloomberg, and it's pointing out that the with 5G radio frequencies, the phone companies, and this is mainly T-Mobile and Verizon, uh, they're grabbing a larger share of home Internet subscriptions from the cable TV operators. Uh, in 2021, 3.7 million new broadband customers signed up by the five biggest cable and telephone companies. 22% went to wireless 
connections. Now, this is all uh, coming of, of, about because of fiber optics, and fiber optics is works differently than the uh, coaxial cables. I still think, in my opinion, though, that the data caps that the phone companies have are really going to hold many people back from converting to a phone company going from a cable company where the cable company is pretty much unlimited. But, time yeah. will but, but what's happening is really what we're talking about here is fixed base 5G. And this is where the, uh, you know, the phone companies are, are doing using the 5G service and, uh, and broadcasting it out. And there really is, you know, most Verizon, uh, um, AT&T and T-Mobile all have, have that service and they, um, just the same as having cable at home, you know, except you're getting it through the wireless. And I think that's probably what you're seeing here. But don't you think there's data limits that the phone companies are saying that if you want this service, they have different price ranges for the data. Whereas with a cable company, it's only, you know, you don't have that. You pay a flat fee no, no matter how much you use. Right. That, that depends on the cable company. There are depends now cable the, yeah. companies that put limits on your on the amount of data or caps. Anyway, it'll be interesting to see where, how this goes. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Law competition is always good. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, now, Huey, I, I published this, but I wanted your comment on this. This is was an interesting article. Uh, as you know, Huey um, is always giving us updates on SpaceX uh, and what's happening. But, of course, uh, SpaceX has a rocket that is uh, heading towards the moon and is going to crash onto the moon. Uh, now the question is who owns the moon and could mm -hmm. SpaceX get sued for that, right? Because now we have space junk on the moon. So who's gonna go and clean it up? So the article talked a little bit about that and uh, they're is actually- this, what... Is this being put out by attorneys? I don't know. It was, it was futurism.com. But I thought, well, interesting. Now, there actually was, if you go back and you look at the article, there was a treaty that everybody signed. Yeah. In 1966, there was actually an outer space treaty, uh, Convention on International Liability for Damage Caused by Space Objects. And this was... Uh, uh, signed in like 1990, 1966. Three and years course, before we went to the moon. <laughs> yeah. So what? What? Of course, what? What? We're concerned. There were, people were concerned about was what happens if you send a rocket up and it goes around and it crashes into another rocket and destroys it. So there is compensation for that. That's no problem. And um, so if you knock someone else's rocket down, that's a bad thing, or or satellite. But no one's really, or and I suppose if if this hits the moon and crashes into and destroys um, uh, China's new uh, rover they've got on the moon, then that would then they would owe money to China. But if it just ends up as junk on the moon, um, who who owns the moon? And I thought that was you know I don't know. Have you read any articles about that, Huey? Isn't no, it the uh, man? In, isn't it the man in the moon that has to be paid? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I, I follow SpaceX only with the uh, uh, Starlink. I have not. Uh, they've got so many things going. I really uh, haven't followed. All right. Well, anyway, this is going to crash in March. It's going to it's going to hit the moon, and this uh, is going to be a big uh, kaboom. So anyway, we'll see what happens. I thought that was interesting. Um, 
just wanted to let everybody know and remind everybody, of course, that the new Galaxy S22 phone will be released next week. And this is the big, uh, big announcement is the S22. And it will, um, uh, this, art, this is an article about, about what it is. And of course, they're leaking everything. And the S22 is going to have a, a pan that's going to come with it, a lot like the, uh, the old note system that they had. Uh, but it's uh, but the thing that's crazy about this was is the starting price of this phone will start at around eighteen hundred dollars US. <laughs> I thought, I, okay, that's a that's an interesting amount. So anyway, uh, more on this uh, later. But uh, this is the big event that will be coming next week, and and of course um, Samsung is the one of the leading uh, cell phone makers in the world today. So and of course, if you, if, you one of those, if you bought a Samsung Galaxy S21, it's now going to be an old phone. Yeah, Ron, I know that 18 is a lucky number, but I don't know about 1800. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now here, let me throw this out to you guys. I mean, uh, I have my um, my my uh, um, Pixel 3 and I bought it four years ago. So for let's see, that'd be about four hundred. What's four to be about four or five hundred dollars a year? So that's about fifty bucks a month. So is um, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it's uh, is that a lot for a phone of that caliber? I, I guess you have to, you know, you have to say, well, I don't something I use every day. I mean, is that I'm just throwing it out there? But this will be an expensive phone. I swallowed the hard. The people who, the people who buy a phone like that are the ones that buy a new phone every year. <laughs> I, I swallowed hard before I bit on the Pixel 6. And that's not anywhere near 1800 Now we're getting double that amount. I know. For those that just use the phone for phone calls, <laughs> that's a little pricey. Yeah. So maybe in the, maybe in the chat, if anyone can, hey, do we have anything more in the chat that's happening? Oh yeah. I got quite a bit out there. Let's, let's do of... some chat stuff. If um, okay. just let people know that if you are going to buy an S 22, would you let us know? We really like to interview you. <laughs> Jolin says, uh, I love having Android auto in my hind. Oh really? Okay. She's got, Jolin's got Android auto. Cool. Okay. Dick says, I have an ion turntable that came with all the necessary software to connect it to the USB port on my computer, digitize it and store the music on the computer. Cool. Neat. That, Dick. That's great. Uh, you can get an unlimited data plan for some of the cable companies. True. Indeed. Oh. Most. JJ says uh, Google Picasso was able to make, oh, really? Collages. Right. Okay. Well, a lot of the programs make collages, but they don't mm -hmm. do what I wanted. And that was the, uh, to be able to cut a cut picture in any format that you or any shape that you wanted. Right. I make collages yeah. all the time in Google Google Photos, but like Huey said, you're very limited in what you can do. It makes a collage. That's it. There's no yep. customizations. You can't even pick which picture comes up where. You have to take your chances. Huey, can you run that That's it. back? Run it back. Uh, the last one had to do with uh, uh, just of, liking our. If you can like our program, if you're on uh, yeah. Facebook or if you're on YouTube, please give it a thumbs yeah. up. Yeah, give it a like. Yeah, that's great. Is that is that is that it then for those? 
That's it. Yeah. Okay. All everybody's right. Everybody's. I I hope everybody's enjoying us and not going to sleep. They're intently listening. Uh, oh, um, we. Have, this was an article that I saw this morning, and I thought it was interesting. Uh, as you know, Google One. If you subscribe to Google One, um, there is a VPN service that comes with that, and this is now being um, is going to be available on your. Um, uh, Android phones, or I'm sorry, your iPhone. Apple phone. So, so if, yeah, your iPhone. So if you had a, um, if you had like, suppose for example, you had a Google account and you, you did have Google one, but you had an iPhone and wanted a VPN, then you now can, you're able to use, um, Google, Google's VPN service, uh, on your iPhone. Now, Bob and I reviewed this and we talked about this before on this show. And one of the concerns that people have, about using a VPN service from someone that's that your internet sort of where you're getting all your information from and storing your data is not maybe such a good idea, right, Bob? I mean, there is there is some theoretical conflict here if Google's providing the VPN service, right? I I use Google One, but I do not use the VPN, even though it's available for free as part of paying right. for google one right yes so um anyway so if you don't know what google one is google one is um the add-on service it's sort of a, a an add-on pack to your google account that will give you more data storage in the cloud and and with that comes a bunch more features that you get and so um and v, the vpn service is certainly one of the features it's not very expensive it's was it thirty bucks to, to increase your data? Was it what was it about thirty or forty bucks for the year or something like that, Bob? It came out that? yeah, it came out a whole lot cheaper doing that than to keep paying for an increase in the amount of uh, information that that they'll store for you because you yeah. are limited to fifteen gigs and that that runs out pretty darn quick. Right. Also, right. with it, you don't have to have your pictures shrunk you can use them full oh size. right with google photos yeah yep yeah good point with google photos you can keep them full size you don't have to can yeah and that oh that's the other thing i think there's an article coming up we might not get to it but with if you have like i do the um pixel 3 then the free unlimited um size of your pictures has gone gone away this month i think it was this month that it it went away so that service is no longer available uh huey uh, this is yes. your article. I here. love that picture, by the way. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a, and for those on the podcast, it's a picture of book bookcases, many stories high with round rounded edges and posts and so on. I grabbed that picture and I made a, a back virtual background for Zoom. It only uses part of it, but it looks and it it didn't look as good as I had hoped it would. But uh, what the article is saying is Google is so powerful that. It, go ahead and go back down again a little bit so I can read what it's saying there. Uh, Google is so powerful that it hides other search engine systems from us. We just don't know that the existence of most of them. And so what this article does, it lists some other search engines that are out there. And a couple of them I have not even heard of before, and I'm going to, I'm going to go try. So uh, if you uh, are looking for something, sometimes you don't find it easily or or. Sometimes you don't find it at all using Google search and there are other search engines out there that you can use. Mm -hmm. All right. Very good. 
let's have a look here. Oh, um, this was um, uh, this was just Dewey's um, uh, Dewey's segment he did on Tech for Senior Monday. Uh, I didn't know the Chevy Bolt was going away. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, he uh, he completely caught caught me off guard on that. But the uh, the the uh, automobile, you know, the uh, the electric vehicle that Chevy Bolt is being um, is going by the way. Oh, when the batteries catch on fire. Yeah, yeah. Couple this, more comments. I'd like to go back. Let's see. Uh, any more comments? First? Let's see. Yeah, Jolin, uh, when I was talking about the collage, she says you can do a collage in Photoshop Elements, uh, but a lot more work. But what you can't do in Photoshop Elements, if you want to crop something, you can only square crop it. You can only take something off the top, the sides, and so on. Where this allows, uh, the program that I was using allows me to crop uh, just kind of freehand any area of a, of a picture that I wanted to. Uh, and... Then uh, Steve suggested try layering in Photoshop. Again, you, you can't cut out certain things. You can try overlaying the one with one layer over another, but uh, it, it's more fun to have curved edges and cut out the things first and then overlay them with different layers. And that's what I've been doing. Uh, but I can do that with, within the program. And then uh, Olive said, uh, how will Samsung phones compare to Tesla model? iPhones. Uh, yeah, I, I think know, Tesla's, I know. Coming, Tesla, out. Yeah, Tesla's yeah. coming out with a phone too. Yeah, At yeah. least there, there's, there's some, some articles, articles about, about that coming up, but we probably won't get to them. But uh, yeah. anyway, so this now this is an article, um, and it says PayPal gets stung by bad actors, shuts 4.5 million accounts down. Now I read this last night after Bob posted it, and said. It said I couldn't sleep very well, Bob, last night. I was worried about you were going to please explain what this means. Well, PayPal was running a, a promotion to entice more accounts, and they got burnt because some hackers found a way to make lots of money at the expense of PayPal. Again, somebody in their advertising department figured that this was going to get them lots and lots of customers, and it kind of backfired uh -huh. because they were giving out 10 bucks for each new account. And just so as you can, <laughs> you know, <laughs> somebody they, they didn't found get 10 accounts, somebody got thousands and thousands of dollars. They found, they found a way to do it with bots. And, yep. and make it all autom automated, and they just created hundreds and hundreds and thousands of, of accounts, and were able to get the ten, five or ten dollars for doing each one. Well, right. figure 5.5 million times 10. Right, but there was never any evidence that there was fraud. No, 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 this is not fraud. Accounts. This is just somebody did somebody, somebody in the advertising department thought that this was a good way to get added customers and they didn't think that gee you know the hackers would get into this and they hit them for lots of money it's not fraud it's just somebody was not careful in designing and and uh preventing somebody to take advantage of it i mean we saw that with lots of other things that uncle sam put out there's always a, some, a bad actor that's going to take advantage when you're trying to help somebody or, in this case, just give you 10 bucks for signing up for PayPal. 
<laughs> well, I use PayPal an awful lot. We were talking a bit about that before uh, before the show, and uh, I really use it a lot. So, uh, so do I, and I am going to continue to use yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, okay, good. We're safe. Uh, Jolin yep. says, uh, Huey, yes, you can do freeform selection within Photoshop Elements. There you go. Do you use Photoshop Elements? I don't. You're muted. You're muted, Huey. Huey, you're muted. Huey, you're muted. Oh, yeah, I guess I am, aren't I? Uh, but I will do a video to show how easy it is to do it in this program. It's not as easy to do with Photoshop Elements. But I do own and use Photoshop Elements a lot. All right. So, Bob, um, I guess with the Super Bowl coming up, this is one of the best times uh, to buy a television. If you haven't bought one on Black Friday or for Christmas, good heavens, you know, you think everybody at least has six televisions. Uh, what's with this? You're, you've got... Um, 50, 57-inch uh, TV for 400 bucks. This is Vizio Pack Dolby Vision HDR into a 4K smart TV for just 400 bucks, eh? Yep, yep. Huh. And not a small TV. You know, yeah. it's almost 60 inches, so. Yeah, okay, great. One of the last American companies still making televisions. Yeah. Uh, now, Bob, you've got a new video out on, as you know, the browser, uh, everyone, um, your, your Chrome browser, and we're not talking about Chromebooks in the Chrome OS, but we're talking about the Chrome browser is now uh, version 98. And of course, there's some new features in there. Bob, was there any specific, I know you made a video about this, which is great. Is there anything you want to sort of key? Well, these are, the, 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 there are two features that I thought were very helpful that are brand new if you're running 98. And this video shows you those two features. Mm-hmm. One of them, one of them has to do with sharing uh, one of the tabs, right? And the other one, uh, yeah, good senior moment at the time you need your brain. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> to my world. <laughs> Maybe I should watch the video again. Yeah, well, <laughs> I only made it, but <laughs> if you're using if if you're using the Google browser. To find out what version you have, you go to the three dots at the top right, and then go to the help, and then about, uh, and then it's what uh, uh, about. Oh yeah, you go to help and about Google Chrome, and when you do, you'll see what version it is, and it also will check to see if there's a newer version. Yeah, but your it should just update automatically because it it'll just do it. Do it, it should and does or can sometimes be different. different. <laughs> yep. All right. But you have the video, Bob, and when we uh, want to look at that, we just go and look at your video. Just click the link. Click the uh, link. Here's a, a, an article from George, uh, an article, a, a comment from George. Uh, uh, if I comment on your news articles on Facebook, our comments don't get on Facebook Live. That is correct. That is correct. You have to put them in the, um, in the Facebook Live comments for us. Uh, this was an article that came out uh, about, um, this is to do with Chromebooks. This is an article that came out from Chrome Unboxed. Strange Chrome OS 97 bug keeps users from printing on HP printers. Now, there is um, 
the the current operating system on the Chrome OS on your Chromebook is 97. And there was an update, oh, I guess maybe a week and a half ago. Uh, and since that update, uh, people have been having trouble printing on their HP printers. The question is, it's I don't think they're going to bring out an update to 97 because, as you know, we're getting uh, monthly updates now. So Chrome OS 98 should be out this week and, or next week. So it will probably fix that problem. So if you are having problems printing on your HP printer, on your Chromebook, help is on its way and you're not alone. All right. So <laughs> just, just remember that. Uh, but that should be fixed soon. The biggest problem with with a, 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 a bug like that is all of a sudden, if, if you can't print, you're pulling your hair out. Oh, what I do wrong? What did I do? And then you start trying to fix it by changing everything in your system. Right. And, right. and then you finally learn, oh, wait a minute, it's a bug and it has nothing to do with me. Right, right. And it, it can mm -hmm. be really frustrating when these things happen. Absolutely. Right. Don't go ch start changing a bunch of settings and deleting this or doing that. Just, just, just wait. It'll get fixed. All right. Uh, uh, research usually, it first. Yeah. Usually, if you have a, if everything works fine, and the next morning things don't, before you start pulling your hair out and start making changes, do a search. Absolutely. And quite often, you'll find out. Oh my goodness, I'm not the only one. Lots of people are having the problem. But then at least you won't be making changes that can really cause you a problem. Yeah, I, I always use a second computer and try to do the same thing to, to a printer, as an example, and see if the same thing happens. And if it's yeah, not, but in this case, it's the operating system or the, the Chrome operating system that has the bug. So unless you have two Chromebooks and one of them is on a different operating system, you really wouldn't know that it was but a search will let you know that it's a problem with the operating system. Mm -hmm. Good point. Uh, this is a new uh, new news article that came out now. As you know, that I'm quite interested in watches and the cardiac function of watches, and particularly uh, when one can do ECGs for you. Particularly, we're looking at atrial fibrillation and sort of figuring out if you have that or not, which is important for seniors. Um, now, aside from smartwatches, AliveCore has this, uh, and I've shown you this many times in some of the videos that I've done, is this little device um, that you can purchase, and it's a little pad. It's usually around $70, and it's made by AliveCore, which has um, uh, been making these this equipment for a long time. You can buy it at Best Buy, and it uh, it's a little pad that you put your two fingers on, and uh, it, will, it will do the ECG for you. Now... Um, AliveCore has just brought out a first credit card sized personal ECG. So now it's not, it's just, they've got a new, new machine out. It's a, it's like a credit card, keep it in your wallet. And if you uh, need to do an ECG, if you're concerned about um, atrial fibrillation, it will tell you if you have atrial fibrillation or not. And it's like a credit card. It just keeps it in, in your wallet. And this is a new product that just came out this week. And you'll see that, um, in um in at best buy and so on and so forth so i wanted just to let everybody know <clears throat> about that and then uh, we're getting pretty close to getting out what do we got one yes. minute left here yeah. the last one i really wanted to show you are you going to talk about this on monday spacex uh, I, not yet but i have read some articles spacex uh reveals a 500 monthly premium starlink service 
with speeds up to 500 megabits per second, but that's only down. The right. up will not be that fast. The ups will be about 30, I, I think I saw around 35 to 40. Uh, but and and it's a different dish. The dish itself is going to cost, I believe it was it was either three or five thousand dollars. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, it's not the same it's dish. Geared, it's geared it's more not the same dish than individuals. It's it's for businesses more than individuals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Greg, but of it's... course, you know, Greg on, on our show on Monday. He has Starlink, and he was he was did some testing. He was telling us last time he's getting three hundred download on his, and he has the personal use one, you know. Yeah, so that's pretty. So, uh, but this is this is a special premium level that that costs more for the dish, and it costs more for the account. Ah, interesting, interesting. Well, listen, it's top of the hour. Uh, I want to thank everyone for uh, for coming. Uh, thank you for uh, all the comments and questions and stuff that, and we've had a great time today. I don't know where the hour went, you guys. Did you have a good time today? Yeah, it's just I'm talking about tech, and we, that's what we like doing. <laughs> just, just, I don't know what I'd rather do on Thursday morning, hang out with you guys and talk about tech. That's sort of fun, eh? So, yep. uh, yes, uh, so we'll, we'll, uh, anyway, uh, anything else that, any other comments before we go, Huey? Uh, thanks. Good show. Thanks, John. Uh, we will. Uh, this, of course, will is recorded, and you can uh, watch it now on, of course, Facebook or YouTube. And it's also going to be out later today as a podcast. So, if you want to listen to it, uh, tomorrow, I thought it comes out tomorrow at 10, 10 or same time as this show. It, in the it will be there. It will be there at that time as well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So thanks everyone for thank you guys for coming and thanks everyone for listening. We will uh, we'll see everybody uh, probably same time same place next week and certainly for the show on Monday. Uh, we'll uh, we have a big show lined up for Monday, so uh, please come and listen. Uh, and until next week, we will see you soon. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.